Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the UR Pod. Usie Drake, I'm Husey, coach of the Cashews. Dairy, coach of the Zingerboxes. And Baz, coach of the Quinstein Daddies. Now, we'll uh, launch into. I don't think you want to. We want to. We want to hear it. Dairy's bake, or. Are you done? Don't Is dairy done? No, with someone? No, I'm not done. I've got a lot more to say about this bloke. <laughs> right, here is dairy. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 wait. What the fuck is wrong with you? So my bait for the week is Patrick Miller. And just started gentle. The reason it is Patrick Miller is because, yep, you, you can hurt your finger. That's fine. But if it affects you and your team for the whole rest of the game, that's when it becomes an issue for me. I was at this game, watching it live, like I was there. So he's hurt his finger. He's still had his finger and he's run off and, and, and then he's come back on. But everything was his fucking fingers fault. Everything. He missed two three throws, gave out burgers, and he's fucking flapping around his finger. He's looking at the coach, flapping around his fucking finger. Like, come on, mate, we've all dislocated fingers. It's not the biggest deal in the world. It's not like you broke your fucking hand. Baz went off and took a bed. No, she, the nurse offered me a bed. She goes, do you want a bed? Oh, okay, I better take it. Even, no, but this is the worst thing about him. After after the fucking, after the whistle went, they oh, called, he's, he's getting going, Barry. They called, they called a timeout, right, after he missed a shot. He went and took two layups. So I'm like, do you know those ones where you test yeah, yeah. Miss both of them. Grabs his finger. I'm like, mate, that is not your fucking finger. I was yelling. I'm like, it's not your fucking finger. Fix your shit. Huh? <laughs> Taron Alshon doing his best. TJ McCall doing their best. People actually trying. And all you're caring about is one finger. To me, me and Patrick Miller, you can go get fucked. <laughs> He's copped it. Danny Miller, he has copped it. And he'll never see my team again. That's done. Yeah, His double's gone. done. He'll be gone for me. The other reason I had to keep him because I was in turmoil. So uh, what really excited me was the fact that AJ Johnson outscored him this week. Yeah, Mate, there was no love in, for Patrick Miller in that arena from me. No, I can't imagine. So now, who else do you think people should get rid of? So people get Miller, get rid of him. If you've still got Wardenberg. Burger, gone. I can't. Well, I don't think anyone would. Again, the only reason I kept him turmoil. Yeah, but I've never seen a player do so little. Like, I've never seen a player that just runs up and down so much. <laughs> Good. Yeah, he's cardio. He's yeah. a seven-footer, genuine near seven-footer. He doesn't even impact the glass ever, offensively or defensively. So I feel like we're going to get another eight Barry. Like he's and that's the thing. Like he just lets other people go for it. It's as if it's like he's happy just being being shit, and he can't defend. He's the worst defender. He cannot. He cannot. He has to foul. Yeah, yeah. And I can understand why he's not playing minutes. Watching him in that game, I think there would be local basketball as more use. Mm. Well, I do a lot of cardio in local basketball. Hey, I do a lot of cardio in local basketball. Yeah, but he don't even do a lot of cardio. He only played twelve minutes. True. Ten, still in ten percent of the top five teams. He's a fucking top idiot. five percent of teams. All the cans are fucking idiots except Taron and TJ. Hey, and, and and 
If you've still got Menanga, Menanga's okay. Yep. Because fuck, he tries hard. He does battle, doesn't he? Yeah. Does he look? He uh, he looked pretty happy in that photo shoot he had for the Marvel. I will round. say what, round that was. I'll still say one thing about the my first ever JoJo's experience. Yes. March, March, where everyone stands up. It's that good until it? someone scores, and Menanga really deflated it and put the oh. finger up too. Did he? He was happy to sit him down. Yes, and I don't mind that. Yeah, they like it. Uh, who else? So Miller Burger. Give us a couple more people to, that we should be trading if you got them. Uh, you you go, Baz. If Baz, it's not a segment. But if Baz has got one, I'm just uh, trying, just trying to actually think now. Um, well, I got Saar. I reckon he's a sell just purely based off the injury. Um, he's in thirty three percent of teams. Yep. Is he still many um, sides? He's doing a fair few. I yeah. guess the kind of um, for me, it's probably um, for me, it's probably Melbourne players. Yep. Because I don't think they're. I've had a little brief look. Like I said, I'm not the schedule guy, but I don't think Melbourne's schedule's great for the last part of the year. No, they've got a double in round seventeen, which five other teams do, and they've got a double in round twenty. So they've only got two of the last. Yeah, last six. So yeah, I mean, if that if that means well, Travers, um, if that means Goulding, like these guys, probably are the ones that you think yeah. about. Because Illawarra is the team now that you really start looking at, and they're yeah. actually playing fantasy relevant basketball right now. Yeah, they've got some scorers. Yeah, Gary Clark, the most consistent. Are you coming into my segment now? Yeah, good segue. Comes the money. Here we go. Woo! Bass's best buys. It's actually a little bit of a story behind this. Um, I locked myself out of the house, so um, I had it on my laptop. So I ended up uh, doing this segment outside in the rain, but I'm pretty happy with it. Um, <laughs> so Baz's boys, Baz's boys. Um, so I'm going with. Um, I've got a few basic ones for you. I've gone the Sam Froling, um, price three fifty one, break even of fifty. Which is 25 per game. Recent scores 45, 20, 31. So, um, recent scores are good. Schedule is awesome. You can lock and forget. His dual position, um, three round average of 45. So, based on that, um, you should be getting at least a minimum of 50 heading into the finals. If you've got JLA, great trade. Um, upgrade from Pinder or Magna if you can. And also, um, Alan Williams, if you haven't traded him out, I think Froling is a good pick for you. Would you trade um, out for Froling? Who was that, sorry? Would you trade McCall out for Froling? Um, yeah, because I think that one game from McCall is not going to be equal to two games of Froling. Correct. Um, yep. I think that's an easy one. But I'd like to propose to Sport um, Supercoach that I'd like to buy one Hawk, get the next one 50% off. Um I don't know if you can do that, but um, I'd like to to go with Froling and then also buy Gary Clark as well. Um, price at three forty nine k, he's only going to go up in price. He's got the low break even as well of um, fifty three, twenty seven per game. Back to back scores of forty one, twenty nine. So his last three games, he's all gone over twenty seven per game. Good job security, great schedule again. Um, he will have a high price round rise after this um, and a good downgrade trade from McCall or a good sideways trade from Hogue if you're sick of him. Then my last one at Baz's buys, he's, they're, they're kind of like if, if it was um, 
my buy two get one free. This is kind of like the gravy you get on the side, and that's um, that's that's going to be a guy. This is your real bottom out. My this is my bottom out, massive bottom out. It was priced at three hundred and thirteen k earlier in the year. He had an injury, had some stinking scores. Back in the starting lineup, he goes. He's got a break even of twenty eight, which is um, fourteen per game. Which in his last two games, he's gone over. Um, and that's Shannon Scott um, from the Brisbane Bullets. Um, I think he's a good bench option. He can make you some trade, uh, make you some cash, and free that up. Um, so with the double in the next two rounds, I reckon that he might get up to around the two twenty k at the end of the fortnight, giving you some trade options, or at least he is a good bench option. Um, so if yeah, he's my uh, third option there in Shannon Scott for Baz's bias. Before injury, he was the best, one of the best guards. Hmm. Assist magnet, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I like it, Barry. Very nicely done. Froling Clark and Scott. Who's, who's your pick out of Froling and Clark then? Who would you go first? Um, I'd probably go Froling. But I... that's because he's... I just think he's probably a little bit more more consistent, but Gary Clark, I honestly don't think you can go wrong. I reckon they'll probably score pretty similar. I think Froling has more scoring potential, mm. but I reckon a safer option yeah. to, would be Clark. Yeah, great. I don't think he has many games where he scores like 10. I'm with you, Derry. I think Clark over Froling, although Froling's got the flexibility of the forward centre. Uh, tough matchup for the Hawkies this week against the Jackies. They suck against the Jackies too. Yep. Yep. They've been uh, about 30 in their home venue not that long ago. Yeah. Tazzy, uh, the hardest team for centres to score against and the second hardest team for forwards to score against. So, could be tough trades, the Hawks boys. They'll be popular trade trading size too, but... Yeah, we'll see. I actually haven't brought I haven't brought any of them in this week. Can't afford it. Have to do have to do little trades this week. Yeah, okay. Yeah. We'll get to we'll do let's do trades now and then we'll talk about then we'll then we'll do cashier's captains. What are you thinking, Derry? Fuck with Warnberg and fuck with Miller. Out. Yeah. Make sure you include fuck with in the in the post. Well, I might just I don't normally put trades up in well, the that's post. Good. And Lachlan Oldrich in, uh, purely for the fact double. You've been pretty good lately. You haven't really got much cash to make that trade any good. And then uh, I brought Nathan Sobe in. Sobe! For the back-to-back double. Yeah. I think he's regenerated that starting form. Just needs to be more confident with his shot at the mini. Yeah. Like it. Love Sobes. I don't, I don't like Sobe at all. Oh, we love him, don't we, Barry? The man from Warrnambool. I was going to say, if you've got your own yeah. initials tattooed on yourself. Yes. You know what I'm going to do? Darren Williams 2.0. Uh, what about you, Basils? Um, I'm going with um, Shannon Scott. I'm going to trade him in. Uh, I'm going to trade trade Delhi out to get him. And then, I'll, then I'm tossing and turning. Um, it's going to depend on if... Um, Hogue's playing. If um, he's playing, I'll keep him. If not, um, I'll trade Hogue to... Um... Is there a chance Hogue may not be available this week still? Yeah, there is a chance. 
So we'll tweet that out as soon as uh, soon as the Twitter boys get that out. There's some really good reporters on. I don't think I've had a Twitter. I don't think I've had a a shoulder that's felt good for years. What what's with these blokes here? Isn't no. it? I don't know, but if you don't follow Michael Randall on Twitter, do it. He's uh, news breaking on the injury. So he's he's wog of the NBL. Wodge. Wodge. <laughs> you walk. Wodge. So, so you Delhi to Scott. What was your other one, Barry? Hogue? Um, yeah, Hogue, and it'll be, um, yeah, I'll go, go with Froling. Um, yeah. But if not, then I'll probably look to, to bump up um, Jonah Bolden to kind of whatever I can afford. Yep. Fair. Fair, fair. Um, I'm going to go Adams and Miller. I know Sydney have still got a little bit to go with their schedule. They've got a double, single, double, but he's going to lose a hell of a lot of cash. And I just was so disappointed on the weekend. Nah, kidding. I'm not going to trade Adams. I don't think you can trade someone that's averaging over 30 with that. With that run, uh, I'm going to trade um, Miller and McCall this week. The two Cairns guys have only got um, one more double for the rest of the season, which is in round 16. Um, so not this week, but next. And five other teams have double in that week. So, oh, so McCall's got a double again next week. Yeah, but that's his only one for the rest of the season. The other teams that have it are Adelaide, Brisbane, Illawarra, Perth, and South East. So, loaded. Yeah, so I'll go Miller and McCall out. I'm going to bring Clark and Kel in. We've obviously spoken about Illawarra's schedule. Yeah, they've only got one single for the rest of the year and Adelaide have only got one single in the next month. So... So Silovich has got a good fucking schedule. Yeah, so I'll have Kel and Silly Bitch on court this week and Adam's on the pine, I think. Is Kel dual position? No, he's like not. That. I feel like he should be, but he's not. There's only... I think uh, Jacob Wiley's really the only relevant forward for Adelaide. And he just is a two-prone to a stinker. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to talk about I think, um, well, I think they should do what they do in the AFL. And um, when it gets like mid-season, they should adjust guards for it. Like if yeah. um, someone starts playing a bit more. Because like, how on earth is Milton Doyle a guard? Not a Ford when um, Jack McVeigh's a guard Ford and Jack McVeigh's just a stock standard four. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I don't know how they determine it in NBL though, because AFL it's based on their percentage of starting time, um, like for each bounce, each centre bounce, um, where they line up. Whereas that obviously doesn't happen in basketball. Waterberg, go... Waterberg would have to have like dual position, and his dual position would actually have to be the bench. <laughs> Man. The BBL, the bloke's only position was fielder. He must have come on as like substitute fielder or something. Oh, that only had him listed as fielder. Waterberg would have to be half walked to the bench. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> I'm trying to trying to get tickets to uh the Jackies on Friday and um, someone's just posted two adult tickets and two children. Someone's just commented on their sold two minutes ago. Missed out. All right. On to the next one. 
<laughs> uh, all right, let's go to Cashier's captains. Look at me, sure. Look at me, sure. I'm the captain now. It's a lot of options this week, boys, because there's a lot of teams on the double. So we got Adelaide, Brisbane, Illawarra, New Zealand, Sydney, Tassie all on the double. We got six teams on doubles for the next three weeks. Adelaide have got two in a row. Brisbane have got two in a row. Illawarra got three in a row. So they're your teams for the next couple of weeks. But <clears throat> I'll give you the top three. And what's how's that different to what you normally do? At number three, I have a Trey Kell. Now he has he plays Sydney and Cairns this week. Sydney at home, Cairns on the road. Sydney a dark green, second easiest team to score against, and Cairns are a yellow team. Um Averages 32 against 32.3 against Sydney, 34 against Cairns. Averages 23.4 at home. He's never played up at the Cairns Convention Centre and he's got a last three average of 39.66. So projected score of 65. That's a big one. That's a big mm, one. You'd be pretty happy. Because you're unders compared to the super coach app. Yeah, I am. Yeah. And I think I'm usually close. Yeah. Mm. Uh, next up. And this could change your trade plans, given what Baz has labelled not a great schedule, but I think it's pretty good. New Zealand with a double, single, double, single, double, double. Next up, PJC. So New Zealand have got Melbourne, who are orange, and Sydney, who are dark green. So I mentioned that Sydney are the second easiest team to score against, and PJC is obviously elite scoring against anyone. So... Recipe for success there. Uh, averages 45 against Melbourne, 34 against Sydney. Pretty handy. Uh, now, New Zealand have got a uh, home away from home game this week, like a Silver Dome operation. Mm-hmm. So no average for that venue. Uh, averages 32 at Kudos and the last three average of 33.33. So expected score of 72. So Jesus. Seven more than Trey Kell. Number one, we got Anthony Lamb. So Melbourne are a dark green team for forwards. Sydney are a yellow team. Only averages 18 against Melbourne. That was, he played against them. That was in his first round. Small sample size. In his first game for New Zealand. 40.5 against Sydney. Again, hasn't played in that home away from home venue. Averages 48 at Kudos. Has a last three average of 45. So an expected score of 76. Mm-hmm. So I reckon, nice. I reckon we're going to see some big, big scores. I'm there'll be some over 500s this week. I don't reckon they'll be that big. I was going to say over 400s. I reckon they'll be over 500s this week. Uh, I'll be happy with uh, over about 350 this week. But my team's dark, so my projector is 446. Well, my projector's only 372. So mm-hmm. we've yeah, had, mine's 388. You've scored 450 and I've scored 350. When but I've got, in this I've got a um, redonkulous amount of doubles, so I'm going to suggest yeah. that, you know, mm. anyway, we'll see how we go. Yeah, so I don't know if perhaps you want to take a, a look at the New Zealand guys or not. But you're obviously prioritising points over cash gen at this point of the season. 
Um, and Lamb and PJC are two of the best. Let's uh, let's put these in a – let's see if we can come up with a rank for these two, four, six, nine guys of where – so I'll read the list and then um, then we can go over who we think's the number one target out of that. So we've got Adams, Froling, Clark, McCall, Lamb, PJC, Cotton, Cheatham, Sobey. And this came from our post-game. So who would you have number one? Who's the, who's going to be the best trade-in target or hold target? Was Anthony Lamb on the list? Uh, Lamb's on the list. Yep, I think he's got to be close to the top. Yep. Um, who you got number one, Barry? We'll just yeah, I'll probably I'll probably got Lamb as well. Um, but I'll probably if it's over the whole. I'll remain in time. I'm probably going with um with Froling, um just yeah. because of how many the extra games. They were going to be two or three for me. Froling, Clark, take your pick. Yeah. Right. So Lamb, Froling, Clark for your top threes. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't mind fucking Sobe either. Yeah. So you got Sobe at four. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. What's probably, what's probably going pretty. Perth schedule is actually not that bad. They've got um. They've got, a, they've got two doubles coming up. They've got a single this week and then two doubles, then single, single, double to close. So, you, yeah, look, if if you bought Cotton in, you could play him over most guys on a single this week if you had to do that, and then he's got double, double. That could be a huge move. The thing I'm looking at my projected now, that's got me worried because I thought I was going to be good for this week, but Galloway has a projected 35 and Hunter has a projected 39 and Adams has a projected 52. I think they all get more than that. Yeah, they will. I think they all get more than that. Here I am trying to press the toggle on a screenshot. That's not going to work, <laughs> is it? <laughs> Hello, yeah, but then they've got Fasilovic as a projected 64. Hmm. God damn. And then they've got McCall projected 43 on a single. It's a weird It's weird how they do it. Yeah. Hmm. And then Hughes maths. <clears throat> Mr. 1363. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll probably reckon... Um, my advice for probably next year is to um, obviously Bryce Cotton's been the most expensive player this year. I think that he's definitely one of those players that wait until he's you either start with him and you ride him the whole season, you, you don't trade him at all, um, or you wait till you think that he's bottomed out and then jump on if he gets to like a four twenty ish drops his fifty k, then jump on and you can just keep him because the amount of times that he's outscored blokes on doubles um, has been ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I had Cotton start the year. Worst thing I ever did was trade him out. It was the first move I made after I get lifted of round one. <laughs> Took a nosedive from there. And with that, we will go. Good luck for around 15.